This episode of the NASCAR Betting Preview Show is sponsored by Atlas Hair. Now, guys, I just got one question for you. Are you ugly? Yeah, we thought so. Lucky for you, we've actually got something for that. Atlas is an elite line of hairstyling products with cologne fragrances to help quaff that mop into something straight out of Hollywood and smell like you're the guy she's going home with tonight. Half of our products also contain a hair-thickening ingredient to help those of us who are getting a little thin up there to make the most of what we've got. Get started today at atlashair.com and use the promo code NASCAR for 20% off your entire order. We can't fix your face, but we could at least give you a fighting chance. Atlashair.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-H-A-I-R.com. Welcome to the NASCAR Betting Preview Show. Welcome in on YouTube to our live listening audience there. Welcome in on X Spaces for all of those listening on that side of the world as well. So welcome to have everybody that's uh, joining tonight. Really excited about tonight's show. Uh, we got a full show planned out for you all, and I'm really excited to dive in, hear what the guys have to say uh, regarding you know stuff that's happened in the playoffs. Uh, look ahead to Texas as well. So uh, you know, the NASCAR betting preview show is presented by Atlas Hair. You've heard us say it many times before. Atlas is an elite line of hairstyling products with cologne fragrances. So get started today at atlashair.com. Use the promo code NASCAR for 20% off your entire order. That's atlashair.com, A-T-L-A-S-H-A-I-R.com. And for those watching on YouTube, make sure you smash the like button, hit subscribe. It helps our partners over at In Between Media, helps them with all the stuff they have going on right now with fantasy football golf you got the Ryder cup coming up so there's a lot of things happening on that side and we're so appreciative of them allowing to host this show so uh again we got a lot to cover here tonight we got full uh, fill of the full tank with phil podcast we got skybox nascar aka mark harris uh host of the lane coin pod and through the gears podcast so really excited to uh chat with all these guys tonight and then our guest this evening is greg mathern so phil i'm gonna start with you how are you feeling this morning going into Texas? Well, uh, I think I think the expression is like, you know, you can only go up uh, coming out of Bristol. That's how I feel. So I'm looking forward to Texas. Yep. Uh, hopefully, you know, so far this season, I think the mile and a half have treated us well because, you know, a little less chaotic or uh, more predictable, you could say. From a gambling standpoint, uh, I don't want to jinx it, but it's been good so far. So I'm looking to get back off the mat after Bristol and um, – Hopefully, you know, do better. So we'll see. Okay. All right. Mark, I'm going to kick it over to you. How are you feeling going into Texas Motor Speedway? What about now? Oh, okay. About Here it? we go. Yeah, still a rookie. Uh, oh, yeah. I okay. feel I feel I have mixed mixed emotions about Texas this weekend. I, I echo what Phil says. Yep. Looking forward to it as a mile and a half. I think you got to look at mile and a half as a whole. I'm going to, you know, dive into that a little bit later. Um but it's a little uneasy knowing what we saw at Texas last year and uh, going into this week. I know there's a few guys in my stable and our stable that aren't necessarily thrilled and they only have a couple, you know, a couple plays. Um, me, on the other hand, I've got a little more than a couple, but not not out of my means. So uh, I think it's going to be a balance this week. It's going to be, a, you know, what are we what are we going to weigh? What are we going to weigh heavily? We have to filter Texas from last year. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I think ultimately I'm excited because it is a mile and a half. We're not at a super speedway. We're not um, at a road course, even though I, you know, I like road courses, but neither here nor there. Uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend and uh, ready to throw some hammers. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to diving into everything with you here tonight and uh, really looking forward to having our guest on first time guest of the show in this type of uh, format. Uh, and, and Greg and Phil, just make sure that your mics are on from a YouTube perspective as well. Uh, but I want to welcome on Greg Mathern. He's the director of betting content at WinTheRace.info. Uh, he provides weekly best bets for the garage guys at Daily Downforce. And uh, Greg, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Good. Uh, it's it's good to be here. It's been uh, one of those things that I've been uh, wanting to check off for a while because uh, it's a regular listener. I enjoy it. So yeah. glad to first be here. Time, long time listener, first time caller kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, long time, first time. There we go. 
I like that. I like that. Well, I'm looking I'm looking forward to diving in deep with some of the stuff here tonight. But if you don't mind, um, just help the listening audience uh, understand a little bit. How'd you get into uh, NASCAR and betting on NASCAR? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, interesting. I was a very kind of casual fan for uh, years, really uh, faded off, actually, particularly you know, like mm-hmm. since college. Right. Like in college, I would watch a ton, like <laughs> particularly when we had more night races and stuff, you know, getting drunk in college and doing that um, and kind of, you know, faded off some, you know, was still paying attention, but not, you know, nearly to the same extent. Sure. Um, and then, you know, betting came in and it was like, hey, uh, this is a spot where I can kind of put my mind to it, twist, uh, you know, twist what I'm doing um you know i knew some folks who were uh you know doing that over at action network uh you know so mm-hmm. i was talking talking to those guys and uh you know just kind of started working on it kind of just plugging away like you know speaking to no one basically you know like 100 you know right. 100 twitter followers at the time none of whom were following me for that um you know just you know kind of plugging away and just like hey i'm talking to nobody but i love talking about it um, and so that's just kind of kept evolving. And so, uh, he- he- here we are, uh, three years later and, uh, you know, this is a full-time second job. <laughs> Good. Well, I like hearing that. No, I appreciate, uh, all the many insights. It's funny when there's a dispute, uh, of some kind, a lot of people turn to you. We've shared a few DMS as well, really value your opinion and, and how you kind of dive into a few things. So again, really looking forward to, uh, chatting with you here tonight. I see so many, not only just on X spaces, but also on the YouTube. If you're on YouTube, make sure you tell the guys, hello, love to know who's uh, watching us live on YouTube here tonight. And, uh, we're going to do a couple things. I'm going to dive into how the show outline is going to go, uh, you know, typically I go and say right away, we're going to do track facts and data, but we're actually going to bring back rapid fire. Uh, so if you were here last week, you heard us do a little rapid fire uh, last week. So we're going to do that with Greg, Phil and Mark. That's uh, a newer segment that we started. And then we're going to go over some track facts and data uh, head to heads. Want to hear what the guys have to say from a finishing position, outright pricing uh, and, and what their best bet and most value is. And then get to you, the listeners, understand what you guys have to say. So let's dive into the rapid fire first. And again, uh, if you're new to this segment, we started it last week. Keep it to about 20, 30 seconds. We'll kind of go through these briefly, but they were really good. Um, And Phil, I'm going to start with you first. Kevin Harvick out of the playoffs. Does he score a top 10 at all in 2023 from here on out? Yes. Uh, Where? I think so. Where? Um, Well, it could be be Texas. Why can't I say Phoenix? Because that was going to be too easy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like... The answer is yes. The answer to that okay. question is yes. And okay. uh, I would love to see odds on that because I would take it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Uh, Troy's giving us a little smack here. He's saying rapid question mark. It's really going to be rapid. Yes. We're going to make this fast, <laughs> Troy. I promise. All right, uh, Mark, I'm going to go to you next. Uh, Speedway versus Bristol night races. Which one is better? Speedway racing. So like super speedway. Oh, now you're pulling at my hard strings. Cause which like one? they, uh, all right. Uh, gun to my head. Yeah, super Daytona. I mean, it's just listen. There, the 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 intensity of a super speedway race. Uh, maybe not in the next gen car, but oh, over the years, the we're only talking next gen. Uh, I thought that I thought the summer race was was pretty exciting. Uh, oh man! All right, they, yeah. Final answer: super speedway. I, right. I, I can't. I, I'm going back to my roots. <laughs> I was watching the Bristol race the other night, and I was like, who who in the world is like, this is better racing than any of the super speedway stuff? And I get it. The, the speedway stuff is uh, unknown. Like, from a betting perspective, extremely tough, almost impossible. But from watching Bristol night race, like, it, they're still doing conveyor belts the same way. Top, bottom, whatever line's faster. We see the same thing on Speedway, but everybody wants to bitch and moan at that. So I, that's kind of why I was curious about that question. Greg, throwing this one over to you. Better finish on Sunday, Keselowski or Wallace? Keselowski or Wallace? Um, yes. Wallace. Wallace. Gonna say, uh, he, so, I mean, the thing that everybody's, I mean, I don't think everybody, I think most of us in the community have started to see it, is that Wallace has become a very, very solid intermediate driver um you know particularly with the toyota stable just being that great um you know kislowski's been you know solid this year there's no doubt um but yeah i mean i'd say they're pretty close gun to my head i'm gonna take wallace uh just because i think as a whole toyota's just uh been a little bit stronger 
All right. I would tend to agree with that. Uh, Phil, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, SC, hopefully we're going fast enough for you. Uh, Zane to Trackhouse slash Spire Alliance. Hot take in 2024 for Zane. Hot take for Zane in 2024? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, is it a hot take to say he'll win Rookie of the Year? I don't know. He's going to have some stiff competition potentially okay. with, with Carson uh, and with, Spire. I don't know. With Josevar, John Hunter. Um. I, I think Al, I Alex think you Bowman. could stop there. I think you could. Okay. Who well, is John Hunter going to be a rookie though? Yeah, does that consider a rookie? Because he's already been up there. He's I, like, think oh, Robbie, yeah, I don't think I so. Think Robbie Gordon came in the league like uh, three or four times, and he was a rookie every year. Two rookie years. Yeah, <laughs> I um, think so. I'll uh, so Zane. I mean, I think we need to temper our expectations as far as like you know, top twenties are going to be wins for them in, in a Spire vehicle. So uh, if he were able to, okay. you know, score. I don't know, 10, 15 top 20s uh, in, okay. in that car. That's probably pretty successful. And, well, that's, uh, I, I yeah. know that's your boy. I know that's your boy. So I was like, got to figure out. Uh, Mark, I'm going to go back to you. I'm going to pull at the heartstrings again. Matty D will be where in 2024? <laughs> Mid-tier Xfinity ride. I already I got this question. The podcast hasn't been released yet, but uh, you know, I, I got this question from Chris at the Flag Hunting Pod. I'm going to say a mid-tier Xfinity ride um, with the upside being possibly maybe a colleague Xfinity ride. I don't think he's going to cup. If he's in cup, he's in a shit box. Um, I think there's a potential for him to have a 7th to 12th place Xfinity ride. That's at the best possible scenario. I think he lands on his feet in the Xfinity series. I think it's going to be something new. Uh, realistically, I think it's, it's, it's going to be another Rackley war in the Xfinity series, but, uh, my hope and guess is that he's at the best series on the planet and that's the Xfinity series. Give me a team real quick. Team in Xfinity. I, I, colleague. Oh. I got to go Kai. I mean, it's colleague. just, okay. uh, it's not, I, say, yeah. yeah go colleague. colleague wasn't really listening. Okay. Can, uh, hey, I hold know. on. Time out. Troy. I am not going to say what I want to say right now. Pop up that YouTube comment. Troy. Got it. Read it for I have people. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> move on. Maddie D to your local dirt track. Coming to you live with Casey Kane. All right. Go ahead, Phil. Well, oh, that's, okay. that's a, that's you want to talk shot. about that, hard strings? Uh, that was, that was okay. Wonderful. That was well. Okay. Um, I, I just have a follow-up, if I may, Derek. Go ahead. You so, may. Yes. The rapid fire. You may. Rapid fire question for, for Mark. Maddie Ooh. D is in the colleague xfinity ride the one that you would hope that he gets top tier ride as he could possibly get where does he finish next year in the points he finishes in the top 10 he finishes sixth in the points he makes the playoffs he wins a a race everyone's laughing at him he's not going to college he okay he wins a race he finishes sixth in the points and uh everyone is gonna be laughing at me going to be I, i've seen all the comments on twitter okay i responded to matt uh i got some traction there everyone's shitting on me saying blah 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 here we go doesn't sniff a top three uh you know i don't i, don't, I mean I, okay 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 right. that's an right. honest time out time I'll out take, i'll take phil I'll take. where does if matt gets the 10 xfinity ride where does he finish in points 20th Give me a fucking break, Phil. <laughs> he, finish, I, he, he finishes outside the top 15. No shot. There's just abs- If Jeb Burton and Jordan Anderson Racing can finish inside the top 15, Matt and a colleague car finishes inside the top 15. I would have thought Matt would have been able to, you know, make it past the first round in the truck playoffs against these kids, but, you know. Do you know what car. kind of equipment he's in? Yeah, I know what kind of equipment he's in. All right, let's move That was, move that on was a... That was a ricochet shot at Jordan Anderson Racing and Jeb Burton, by the way. I Jeb mean, Burton, who would you Jeb rather Burton, have? Jeb Burton, jo- who has uh, raced every lap this year in Xfinity, only driver to do that in Xfinity, has a win in Xfinity. Don't make me get Okay, who would you rather have, Jordan Anderson or Colleague? Who would you rather have your driver race for? Uh, Colleague. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. There's just a little bit, but okay. You're just yeah. missing the talent yeah. part, but yeah. yeah. Oh, in you're in Chicago. Right. There's stuff. That's yeah, move on. There. I think move on. Right, moving on. Move on. Uh, Greg, going <laughs> to you. SHR will have more wins or drivers in 2024. Drivers. I, 
I mean, I don't. Uh, you unmute your mic because I oh. think this is. Yep, you're right. Nope, you're good. Yeah, sorry. Uh, drivers, I I don't I don't see them. Um, I I don't see them dropping charters, and I don't see where they get four wins. I like I just I I don't I don't see it. That the speed is just there's freaking anchors on the cars right now. Like, what what are they gonna do? And and I'm an SHR guy. Like, I mean, like my I've got like (laughs) I go back here, right? Like. This is yep. like one of my go-tos, yep. right? Like, you know, I, I love them. Like, I am a Harvard guy. I, I love the team, but like, I'm a Briscoe guy. Like, um, you know, I, I I know some people in that camp, and I and I want them to do well. I just, it's just not there right now. I I, I don't know, and I don't know what they do to make that turn. Like, we if you know, maybe if we saw something in the next couple of races where they were testing and they found something, you know, kind of like RFK did last year, right? Yep. Maybe you see something. I mean, you look at their drivers. All right, you're gonna have Briscoe again. You're gonna have Barry. I mean, who? Who? I don't know who fills those other two rides. I mean, there's questions yep. as to whether you know Eric's coming back, and you know, really, are are we gonna? You know, who's filling that last one? Right. I just don't. I don't know where the wins come from right now. Uh, it, it's tough for them. Uh, they got a road ahead of them. Uh, so yeah, I, I, they got more drivers than wins. I, I probably should have said top threes. That could have been maybe a little bit more competitive if you have four drivers. So uh, we'll save that then for another time. Uh, <laughs> Phil, I'm going to go to you. Your last question, Phil. Next driver to find victory lane, Tyler Reddick or Kyle Busch in 2023? Oh, oh man. Uh, I'll go Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. Reddick. Uh, Where and why? Well, um, I think you can make a case for Reddick. At Texas, you can make a case for Reddick at the Roval just because it's default road course, you know, standard talking head stand, uh, standpoint, Homestead. Um, so I think he's got uh, a few tracks earmarked that have his name on it. So I'll go with him. Bush started hot. You know, I'm, I'm going to make a case for him in a second uh, at Texas for, for a certain bet. But, uh, yeah, I mean, victory lane, I, I think we've got to go with Reddick. Okay. Uh, Mark, last one for you. Make weekday races great again during football season. Matt Benedetto is not going to finish. No, I'm just kidding. Do not. <laughs> uh, make midweek races great again. Yes, it's not great for ratings. It's not great for the sport of NASCAR and the trajectory of the sport. However, coming from someone that can't get enough of NASCAR racing, slap one in the middle of the week, count me in. I could not get enough of some Wednesday night Martinsville. Count me in. Oh, now that would interfere with the show. Unless we did a pre-show. Maybe we were the pre- Yeah, okay. All right. Derek, we'll, know, do Tuesday. Tuesday. we'll do it Tuesday. We'll do it Monday. I mean, who cares? We got Action. NASCAR. Okay, good. I like it. All right, so that, that's what I thought there. Greg, last question of the Rapid Fire segment for you. Biggest thing you're wanting to see in the 2024 schedule release? Um, the, the, the end of the Roval. And uh, two races at Charlotte on the uh, 1.5. Um, like this that. car, this car is awesome on the intermediates, right? Um, and uh, it's it's where we're seeing the best racing. Uh, yep. You know, g- give me uh, give me another race at the uh, at the Roval uh, or uh, on the uh, you know yeah, 1.5 at, at not at the Roval. Give me another yeah. race. G- give me another race on the uh, you know on the normal Oval at uh, Charlotte and uh, death to the Roval. <laughs> Okay, so get rid of the Roval, keep the Oval, two races there. It is going to be interesting to see what comes out with this schedule here this week or next week. I believe it is next Tuesday. Uh, Look for that. Um, So let's do this. Uh, You know, we dove into a lot of good stuff there. It's becoming quickly becoming my favorite segment uh, of the show. Uh, We're going to go to Texas again, like I said here, Texas Motor Speedway. First stage is going to be 80 laps. Second stage is going to be 80 laps. And then that final stage is going to be 100 and seven laps you're going to see practice and qualifying on saturday 12 30 12 30 p.m eastern um there's a lot of different things with this race this car obviously we look at a lot of metrics a lot of track facts using this car last year during this race and texas only has one race on the schedule last year if you were the leader your tire blew after 17 laps almost every single time Alex Bowman uh, actually had a concussion, which did not look like a violent accident. Hit the uh, turn three and four wall with the side of his car or backed into, I should say. It did not look violent, but that gave him a concussion. That just shows you when you were leading, 
just nobody was safe. Tyler Reddick was running 75% throttle almost the entirety of the race. Once it was known, hey, if you're leading that downforce, that pressure going on those right side of the tires, it's wearing, it is blowing these tires. Um, so this year is going to be vastly different. They did a, do a tire test uh, not too long ago. So from a track facts and data, I don't have much to offer because we have not seen a true product of this race. Tyler Reddick won the race last year in the eight car. This year, obviously, Kyle Busch is in the eight car. So, Phil, I'm going to start with you when it comes to the head-to-head -head market. Where have you found a betting edge specifically in the head-to-head -head camp? Yeah, and I'll start off just by saying just kind of the stuff that I'm looking at as far as like the, the metrics. Yep. And I'm pumped to hear what Mark had to say because he kind of led into – you know what he was going to get into and and i love that greg's on the show because i feel like he's got a lot of good takes on on this kind of stuff but yep um for me i was looking at the last eight races at texas i was looking at the last uh 10 comp tracks uh from the next gen season um that's charlotte kansas vegas and uh and texas um mm -hmm. and then looking at the four races that we've seen so far this year so the way i landed on this head-to-head -head, um I actually was digging into aforementioned Kyle Busch and was trying to see, you know, how I can make a case for him in various ways. So for him, he's longer odds. He's 14 to one to win the race. Uh, so looking at his last eight races, he's pretty strong at Texas. And that got my attention Two wins, three top five, six top tens um, in that time span. So fourth in driver rating, second in average fastest laps. Like he's, he's got a lot of good, uh, at texas then you consider you know if you're looking at the race last year and a little bit beyond that rcr just unloads fast it seems like austin Dillon was first in mm -hmm. practice at this race he's taken over um the the reddick ride which you know obviously he won the race last year so it's a good situation you would think hopping into equipment that has historically you know recently um been pretty good at this racetrack so i like that now when you extend it out to the comp tracks it's a little iffy um not really great, but not bad. Yeah. Uh, just kind of hanging in there. So then I saw he was head to head against the, the hottest driver. I guess you could argue Chris Busher. And I was like, Oh boy, I don't want anything to do with this. But then uh, I started digging into it. Busher has one top 15 in the last eight races at Texas. And that okay. came eight races ago. Um, and then you're like, well, Busher's been hot this year, right? Like, you know, he's got, to be much better than Bush in these comp track data points. And the fact of the matter is he, he's just not um, his average finish is 18.3 in 2023. And Kyle's is, is much better than that. So uh, he's got one top 10, two top twenties. Kyle is three and one head to head against him on the mile and a half this season. And Kyle's best performances on the mile and a half have come in the last two races, Charlotte and Kansas. Um, then we've got Greg on the show. We've got Ryan Stevens in the crowd. Uh, I am a, a disciple of the pre-race uh, rankings that they put out there. And when there's a huge discrepancy in those, I like to jump on it. Kyle's a 10 spot difference uh, to Whoa. Busher this week on there. And that's, that's pretty heavy. Um, if you follow those week in and week out. So I, I minus one they're even odds. Uh, I'll take Kyle Bush over Chris Busher and cross my fingers that Busher just doesn't pull that magic out again. Where'd you find that at? Sorry, I wanted to unmute myself. That was on DraftKings uh, Draft when I wrote Kings. that down. Yep. Okay. All right. So DraftKings has that. Thank you, Phil. Mark, how about you? I do not have uh, where I got this matchup from, but I will find it. It might be Bet365. It is not DraftKings, and it's not Caesars, because when I did all my prep work, Caesars was nowhere to be found. All they had was qualifying matchups up. So anyway, um, I'll put it down in the chat below where I found this matchup. But I am... Also fading uh, the hometown boy of Prosper, Texas, Christopher Busher. And I'm going to take another Christopher, and I'm taking Christopher Bell, also even odds, minus 115, over Chris Busher. And I tweeted out a graphic. I haven't tweeted out the answer yet, but a couple people in my mentions, Greg being one of them, uh, noticed that this was Bell versus Busher. The numbers are not close. They are not close at all. Okay. So I'm looking at a filtered Texas from last year. You know, you got to you got to you got to dig deeper than just look at finish, look at average running position. You got to look more than that. I'm looking at Charlotte. I'm looking at both Kansas races, Vegas and a smidge of Nashville. Zach Highline betting said include Nashville. I'm including it just a little bit. Not a total, not a whole lot, 
just a little bit. So if we do look at those models that Phil was talking about, Zach with Highline Betting, the NLD mm -hmm. model has Bell 10th, Busher 9th, or 19th, sorry. Uh, win the race.info, Bell 5th, Busher 16th, and uh, FRCS.pro, AccuPredictor, Bell 8th, Busher 18th. Those are all 9, 10, and 11 plus differential spots and models. All three of them, which I value week in and week out, all have Busher being worse than 15th, where Phil pointed out he hadn't had a top 15 in eight years or seven years, whatever it's been. So last year at Texas, Bell, great car, uh, was running seventh. He was the victim or a victim of the T word going down. Uh, Busher was also a victim of the T word, a T word failure from last year. Um, so essentially last year, Texas, between these two, a mute point, but Christopher Bell did have the second best green flag speed ranking, uh, in the race. Busher 28th. However, I think that might be a little skewed because Busher kept racing. Bell was out. Um, as for rest of the comp tracks this year, uh, NLD speed ranking, Bell hasn't beaten all five, every single one of them, better speed ranking. Uh, the finishes they're split, uh, three and three. So, uh, the three races that Busher did beat Bell in finishes, Bell wrecked in every single one of them. He had contact. He was involved in a caution. So the head-to-head -head matchup is irrelevant to me. The speed is what matters to me. We'll see if our buddy Christopher Bell can, or his pit crew, his world-renowned best in NASCAR pit crew, can figure it out, have a clean race. We'll see. The 20 car is a hit or miss. They, they, they could come out, roll off the truck, be the best car on track. Uh, or they could be a 15th place car. We don't know. So, Or they could screw it up at some point mid-race. But uh, even money, well, not even money, but uh, even sides with Chris Bell and Chris Busher, the numbers scream Christopher Bell. Okay, so two guys here that are fading Chris Busher. Greg, I'm going to kick it over to you now. <laughs> are you also fading Chris Busher, or did you find a better well, no, uh, opportunity? I, I am, and the and the problem is that I could have taken either one of these, right? Because these are okay. actually both both ones that I had uh, had kind of written down a, yep. as as my targets. So um, the one that I'm actually going to go with is uh, I, I'm going to take Kyle Busch over him, um, and uh, actually I got a little bit better at uh, minus one twelve over at FanDuel. Um, okay, and you know we kind of outlined all the reasons so far, right there. So you know won't won't beat that um you know too much more uh but you know again if you look at average running position it's it's not close right uh you know bush is you know three four points ahead of him easily you know, kind of depending on exactly how you uh calculate it like i use a little bit of mm -hmm. a funny way to calculate it um where like i weighed it by how much of the race you ran um and so like it it changes like what i would get versus if you just did like the pure average right but i've got bush uh, with an average running position at 11, 11.02, I've got Busher at 15.8, right? I, okay. It's just, it's, it's not close. Yeah. Um, you know, when you look at laps inside the top 10, you have Bush at 57%, you got Busher at 20%. Like it's just, it's not there. And, you know, RFK is getting better over time. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, but I think particularly when it comes to like these, you know, longer uh, 1.5 intermediates, um, you know, I'm just I I'm going to I'm more willing to buy Kislowski than I am to buy uh, Busher on those particular tracks. Um, and I think, uh, you know, Kyle, he, he's, you know, got something to show he's you know he needs to show up and kind of put out this has been the tracks where he's done it so mm -hmm. you know i'm i'm buying him there um and i think it's great <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely interesting to hear um some of the conversation regarding why to fade uh busher uh feels like that team rfk has definitely been on the rise where kyle bush has been a little bit more inconsistent but phil you kind of pointed out hey He's beat him straight up three and one this year on some of these mile and a halfs, including some really good runs at Kansas just recently. So uh, definitely something if you're looking to fade Busher, there were some good arguments there. Uh, be curious to hear anybody on YouTube. We have a lot of listeners so far. Uh, listen, get uh, your opinion there on YouTube as well as X Spaces. Uh, see so many in there. What are you guys doing? You fading Busher? Do you like what the guys had to say or uh, what are we doing? And if you're also watching on YouTube, again, I have the head to head market 
uh, on the bottom, scrolling across the bottom line of what the guys said, what plays they are on. And we'll go into the the uh, finishing position market now. And uh, Mark, I'm going to kick it over to you. Where have you found a betting opportunity in this specific market? I'm going back to the old reliable top 10 market for an even money play. And that is Bubba Wallace, top 10. Even money, literally even money. Bet three sixty five. Honorable mention of a top five at three to one, but not the play. Just honorable mention. Um, I did lay a few shekels on top five for some three to one action. But here's the deal with Bubba. He is not going to fly off the page on any model, on any speed ranking, on any average of mile and a half. It well. It, it depends on what you're looking at. So there's a lot of guys that are that are looking at Texas. They're looking at Charlotte. They're looking. They, you know, they're not necessarily weighing Kansas and Vegas as much as I am. So if you bring Kansas and Vegas into the picture, Bubba Wallace's stock goes from like a 23rd place model ranking to inside the top 10. And mm-hmm. if you nail down where he has had speed and peel back the curtain, you look into some of these races, just like Texas last year, he's running sixth with 30 laps to go in stage two. And I, I went back and watched that. I, I, I still don't know what happened to Bubba. I literally still to this moment do not know what happened to Bubba last year at Texas. He gets mm-hmm. loose, goes up the track in turn one. He gathers himself in like 22nd and never recovers. I mean, he finishes like 25th or 27th, whatever it was. And that's where he ran the rest of the day. So I don't know. The, the, obviously, the speed ranking is going to tell you that he's dog shit. The models are going to tell you he's dog shit. But obviously, he finished fourth. This year at Vegas, Kansas, and Charlotte, he had he was running second before he hit the wall at Kansas too a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that speed ranking is not going to tell you anything good, and neither, nor is the finish. But Bubba Wallace, Greg said it. I'm pretty sure it was Greg that he's come into his own as a little bit of a mile and a half connoisseur. Okay, guy runs up at the front. W- kudos to Toyota for giving him a hot rod. Okay, but I also think that it's kind of in his repertoire, right? He finished his only top 10 at Texas was in his rookie year with Richard Petty Motorsports. He finished eighth. So uh, that's my argument for Bubba. I think even money for a top 10. If we were at Kansas, at Vegas, at Charlotte, I, I think he's minus 140, minus 150 for a top 10. Maybe not minus 150, but he's he's minus money. And yeah. we're getting even money for a top 10 at a mile and a half. I'm in on Bubba, and I'm probably on an island by myself. Uh, I don't know if you're on an island by yourself, especially if you're getting even money there, and I'm sure some other shops have him a little bit priced a little higher there. So, Greg, I'm going to kick it over to you. Where have you found a betting opportunity when it comes to the head de- or the uh, finishing position prop? So I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna stick in the top 10 market uh, too. I'm going to go Alex Bowman. Uh, got him at plus 210 over at FanDuel. Um, you know, the I'll start with the argument against him first, first, and then I'll, I'll go to why it is. All right, he's not been the same guy since he got hurt earlier this year, right? Like he he has come back, and it's just like that that team has not necessarily had the uh, speed that they had at the start of the year, right? Because they came mm-hmm. out just lightning fast, right? You know, they were leading the points, and then you know he goes injury. All right, that said, he stole a top ten at Kansas, right? He, he wasn't running top 10, but he, he was, he was running close enough to get it. All right. He had top 10 sure. speed at Michigan. He had top 10 speed at Pocono. All right. If we look at his average running position at the 1.5s this week and, and Mark, I'm with you. I'm, I'm heavily weighing the, the 1.5. So I'm, I'm heavily looking at Kansas, Charlotte and Vegas, right? If we look at his average running position, it's 13. All right. Even if we take out Vegas, where he was incredibly strong, all right, mm-hmm. it only drops to 16. All right, so we're at 16 point, you know, 16 as an average running position, and we're getting plus 210. I'll take that all the time because that's that's in position where it just takes a little bit of something to get him up there, get him to the front, and we know he can do it, right? He, he was running hot here last year before things, uh, you know, went sideways for him. It's It's the Bowman Revenge Tour. He's going to do it. I'm I'm in top 10 plus okay. 210. Absolutely. Sign me up. So Bowman, the showman in your, your mind shows up this weekend. Uh, that'll be an interesting thing to watch play out. Phil, I'm going to let you close out this segment. So where are we going? Where are you leading the people at? Yeah. I mean, I really think that that uh, Bowman calls a good one and it's a, 
good value. Um, it's also a good conversation and kind of a segue into the one that I was going to get into here because, mm-hmm. you know, these guys were talking about how they're really focused on the mile and a half specifically, like how they've been doing this year. And um, that's a, you know, that's the conversation I'm looking to have. Like what are people zeroing in on? Right. Um, that led me to this Brad Kozlowski uh, top 10, because I, it's funny that you called this out earlier when we were doing the quick hitters. Uh, I think you mm. asked Greg Bubba yep. or Brad, Right. Mm-hmm. And because I, I saw that matchup and I was like digging into it and I eventually, you know, was writing notes down and I I, I, yeah. I bailed on it because it was just like literally the definition of what do you care more about Texas history or, you know, this year's mile and a half um, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, specific, you know, the next gen uh, is kind of a wash there. But I bailed on it um, mm-hmm. because I didn't want any parts of it. And then, you know, looking back at it. I I was like, you know what? I think I can get down for Brad on a top 10. Um, And I I would hate to take that matchup, right? Where Bubba's the underdog at plus money and lose, even if they're like both in the top 10, because Mark just said it, like he he feels like Bubba could be in the top 10 as well. Um, But looking at this, when I sent this over to you, it was minus 130, I believe, or minus 135. FanDuel has it now at minus 120. So FanDuel seems to have a better um, handle there, better uh, odds for you as the gambler. So we'll, we'll make that minus 120 for Kozlowski. And the, the point that I'll make is if you believe in the Texas history, this is uh, a driver for you because in his last eight races, he has four top tens. But when did they all come in the last four races at Texas, hmm. four straight top tens. And, you know, you think of his career, right? Uh, Penske. And then last year at RFK, where it was kind of a down year, still managed to squeeze a top 10 in there. And then looking at this year, his total speed, you know, on the, the comp tracks, um, he's 14th, but he's been getting a little bit faster. And at Kansas, he finished sixth in total speed. Like, so he's shown a little bit more Then current form, not just the, the mile and a half, but just current form where they're at right now. Kozlowski has four straight top tens recently. And we're talking about a super speedway, a unique track in Darlington, a mile and a half at Kansas and a unique racetrack at Bristol. The point I'm trying to make here is he's kind of just on one right now. It really doesn't matter what you're throwing at this team. They're locked in. So I'm fine with minus 120 or like I said, minus 135 is what I would go up to uh, for Kozlowski because it seems like that's that team if you're mm-hmm. betting against them, you're, you're just going to wake up on uh, like Sunday morning and you're going to say, oh, well, look at them. They qualified in the top 10 and, and now I'm fighting against them. Um, so I like that number. I like them in top 10 and I didn't want anything to do with that head to head matchup for all the reasons <laughs> these guys mentioned earlier. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's good stuff. It's definitely interesting when we get into some of these conversations. And Phil, I was actually really curious to hear what you have to say regarding Keselowski because you're fading Busher. So I was curious if you were going to tie in. Hey, look what RFK's been doing. Uh, so I was curious if those conversations would go. But I want to point out something on YouTube that Big Ross said, and Big Ross pointed out about the temperature on uh, Sunday. He said it's going to be close to 100 degrees. Toyotas do their best in the heat, and they do. Um, so he likes that Bubba plus uh, plus money call uh, on uh, for a top 10 there. And uh, it'll be interesting. So, again, they there was a tire test. Denny Hamlin, owner of 2311, uh, driver of Joe Gibbs, did the tire test. And he was the Toy- Toyota representative. So, you know, anything that they could have pulled, and it's always small details, Bubba has that information. So that would, that'll be interesting to see when we wake up Thursday morning, where that number is at Bubba top 10. Very curious. uh, Indeed. Uh, Let us know on uh, X spaces or YouTube. What did you guys think of those, uh, you know, uh, finishing position props. Uh, what do you like? What are you on? I'd uh, be very curious to hear from you all, the listener. Uh, let's go from to the outright market. And, and Greg, I'm going to kick it over to you, let you kick off this. Where have you found a betting edge in the outright market? So, um, you know, when it comes to outrights, uh, I spent a lot of time. Oh, I'll let you uh, hit your yep. speaker. Go ahead. Yep. There we go. So spent a lot of time looking for it, right? I uh, had to dig around a little bit. Um, but here, here it is. All right. If I told you at the start of the year, you get Chase Elliott at 20 to one at yep. a 1.5, you'd have laughed at me. You'd call me freaking crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, you know, at, at Betfred, uh, you know, who sometimes has a little bit uh, kind of cracked numbers there, uh, they, they're giving us 20. But even at 18, where he's at at uh, Caesars, right, you know, he's he, he's solid. All right. If we go back and we look at last year at Texas, uh, you know, as we all noted, everybody blew mm-hmm. tires. But he was one of them. He was one of them who blew tires. He I've got him uh, in, you know, I do an incident adjusted speed. I've got him three an incident okay. adjusted speed. All right. He was one of the cars to beat. Absolutely. Um, before that happened, uh, we look back over the past couple of weeks, right? He's been just solid constantly, you know, up there showing speed being, you know, consistent, I, you know, love it. Get, give it to me all day. Um, you know, the only question is right. Where's his head at? Right. Because, you know, is his head kind of twisted around a little bit about not, uh, you know, just being in there as the, you know, owners playoffs and, you know, not in there as the drivers. And so that's the only real question for me. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that the team is still getting speed because the owners championship is where the money is. So, you know, yep. you know, Hendrick still cares about that. So, you know, I'm going to run for it. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I like him at. uh 20 like him at 18 um i haven't actually bet it yet and the only reason is i'm probably gonna take him at a eight to one for top chevy well uh, which i can get over at hard rock so that's kind of where where my head's at on that but uh definitely uh you know i think elliot there's there's some value on it and again if we if we mm-hmm. said we were going to get this at the start of the year not not a chance that any of us would have thought that was going to be the case so yeah so you like chase elliot you said you got him at 20 to one is that correct yeah, I got 20 to one at Betfred. Um, and, you know, like I said, I haven't haven't personally bet it yet um, because, like I said, I'm probably going to go for him in the top Chevy market instead. But, you know, okay. I definitely like we're showing value at that over at Win the Race. Uh, we got Speed Geeks with us who are doing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, simulated models. We show fair down at uh, 16 to one. So there's plenty okay. of value there, you know, at 18 and certainly all the way up at 20. Right. We, you know, we, we've got huge value on that. So, um, okay. Um, you know, that's that, that's where we're going to run. Awesome. Well, I appreciate I appreciate the insights there. Phil, how about you outright? Give me a guy you think is going to win on Sunday. Yeah, um, I don't have a, a sexy number like 20 to, to one. I, I like that call okay. out big time, but I do have a, a reason why I like this number now. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll get to it here as I am long winded. Uh, but this is a guy, you know, if you do like the the more recent races in, in 2023, this is a guy that I think you'd be interested in. Because at Texas, we're talking about William Byron at eight to one right now. At Texas, he's been okay. Uh, yeah. Eight races there, you know, one top five, four top ten. So you know, you think, all right, well, 50 percent hit rate for top ten. What's his number there? It's ridiculous. Can't take it. So then you work your way back up and say, all right, well, outright's really the only way I can take this dude. Uh, finished second in 2021. So that was a you know good situation there. Last year he started third, uh, ended up finishing seventh. He's seventh in driver rating in that eight races at Texas. So he's okay, right? He's in the ballpark. Uh, but then you're looking at the fact that in that time span he's fifth in average fastest laps, which I you know tend to really like. And in the last ten comp tracks since 2022, he's third in average finish, one win, four top five, six top tens, third in driver rating, and he's first in average starting position. He has eight straight. Uh, top 10 starting positions in these top tracks. So then you look at 2023. How has he been? Well, he's been actually like next level good. Uh, 5.3 is his average finish with one win and three top fives. And his starting position is 3.3 in these four races uh, on these comp tracks. So the fact that, you know, he has been unloading fast, he has been able to, to get up front on practice and qualifying day tells me that, I don't know if we're going to see eight to one on race day. Uh, I think you'll see him down at six to one. And if he does put it on the pole again, he's got two of them, by the way, uh, this year, if he does put it on the pole again, maybe he's even like five to one. So I'm not great at predicting at where the market goes, but I can tell you, I feel like these stats are trying to tell me that eight to one number is not going to be there on a driver. Who's part of that. Like, camp Chevy's been good here uh recently three of the last four races Chevy has won so I I think it's worth a look you know one thing I just thought of that maybe plays into the favor of Byron who obviously HMS we know that engine package is elite when you have a one groove racetrack that could play into the favor as well because it's not like you have guys trying to find on the high line like a Reddick or Larson Byron who's going to be able to you know rip it on the bottom just like everybody else 
that car might have a little bit more speed. So I like that number there that you're getting and some of your reasoning. How about you, Mark? Uh, are you looking at a guy that's a, a number closer to what Greg has at 20 to one or something closer to what Phil has at eight to one? I'm going closer to Phil. However, okay. I do want to, I do want to throw in this little comment here. Please. I do think without the T word problems, uh, issues, uh, We're not allowed to say we, tires. no, I'm not, you guys can, I'm not. Um, cause it's not going it. to happen. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I'm tired, tired of it. it. Uh, I am tired of the T word, but we're gotten the, the harder compound, whatever. There's going to be nowhere. Yada, yada. I'd rather have nowhere than tires. Shit. T words blowing out. Yeah. Um, but I think if I think there is a chance that we can see what we've seen at other mile and a halfs at Texas with this next gym package with a better T word. Um, I, I'm not saying that it's going to be better. I'm just saying there's a chance that it could be better. Uh, we'll see. But I'm going Tyler Red Dog Reddick, eight to one. I feel like I've taken him like five of the last eight weeks. Um, but once again, it's it's the numbers are speaking to me. Okay, I feel like it's low hanging fruit. He got his first oval win at Texas last year, but okay. the 45 car has been so good at mile and a half so the last two years going back to kurt bubble was in it reddick won it doesn't matter who's in the car they're gonna win all right so reddick won in the eight car i know that i i don't want to uh, mislead what i'm saying here but there's the the, the 2311 bubble wallace tyler reddick kurt bush the 45 car have been really good on mile and a half tyler reddick specifically has had Pretty good success at Texas. Going back to his rookie year in 2020, he finished second. Just like I talked about with Bubba Wallace, you don't just unload in your rookie year and finish in the top 10. You 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 got to be good, all right? You just don't do that, okay? We've seen the struggles of rookies over the last you know handful of years. They struggle mightily. And for Bubba Wallace to go out and finish in the top 10, he finished eighth his rookie year with Richard Petty Motorsports. Tyler Reddick finished second his rookie year. He actually started second, led a few laps that race. Um, in 2021, he finished ninth, but he was running third late in stage three before he had some contact with Byron that sent him back. There was no caution, yada, yada, yada. I think you add all this up together. Okay. He's, oh, I forgot to mention, I'm not looking at my notes. I'm looking at the camera back to the notes. Uh, comp tracks this year, Reddick is fourth in NLD speed and Ryan from iFantasy Race. He's second in Highline's model, fourth at win the race, and fifth at FRCS.pro. So the models like him, the numbers like him, the finishes like Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick loves the finishes. I'm going eight to one. I had eight and a half to one imputed on the Bet Rivers app. I went to click submit. They said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Lines changed to eight to one. And I said, well, you can go off yourself. Uh, so now I'm stuck with eight to one Tyler Reddick. Okay. So you still like Tyler Reddick. Uh, and I was just looking through to see if I could find any head-to-head uh, -head matchups on Reddick. Ooh. Um, Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick. Reddick minus 205. I was uh, going to say, if it's anything <laughs> less than minus 175, I'll take it. No, I don't a, know. That's, yeah, that's, a different, that's a different audience laying down a little coin there uh, for that <laughs> one. Um, but I like the Reddick side, I don't know about you guys. Um, yeah, okay, I uh, don't like that price, though, clearly. Um, okay, let's do this. Let's move into the final segment. This is the money segment. Uh, best bet, uh, best value as well. So, Phil, where are we going in this market? What'd you find for us? Well, I found uh, one where if you're sitting here thinking, first of all, actually, I saw the comment you posted up there from SC, a uh, little Blaney love. I, oh. I, I'm i into Blaney this week. Top 10. He's got seven of eight top 10s at Texas. Uh, I'm on him in a number of different ways. I haven't talked about him tonight just because that price at, at top 10 number um, is ridiculous. But I think you can make a case for, for him, you know, other ways. Uh, but yeah, I think I said on the podcast, if he doesn't finish top 10, I'm going to eat my hat or, and then I was like, Oh, well, that's not Ooh. possible. I, I got to do something. I'm going to drive an hour to the Texas roadhouse and, you know, buy buy dinner and bring it back or something like that. But are you going uh, need, need to, is that real? I, oh yeah, it's real. I said it. Um, I was just trying to think on the fly of like something. No, no, no. Texas I like related. this. Uh, was yeah, this? I was getting myself uh, recording by myself. I got myself like all flustered and pissed off. 
And I was just like, yeah, if I, uh, if, if Blaney doesn't hit a top 10, I'm just going to drive an hour to the Texas roadhouse and, and get food and bring it back on Sunday or Monday night. So um, oh, he, he's going to do like it, it, but that's, that's the Blaney talk. Um, if you're sitting here thinking, Hey dude, we, we talk wow. about the same drivers over and over and over again. I got one for you. Okay. Caesars group bet group D yep. everybody's plus two fifty. Okay. Ooh. And a little bit of everybody. The drivers are Corey LaJoy, Ryan Priest, Harrison Burden, and the guy that I'm taking, Justin Haley. Now, before you throw up, let me give it to you here. I'm throwing Burton and Priest out the window. They're not relevant to me in this case. Um, okay. And then it becomes just a plus 250 matchup, head-to-head, LaJoy versus Haley. Um, the last 10 comp tracks, Priest, Burton, and LaJoy all combined – for four top 15 finishes, okay? Haley has four by himself. So, and that includes two top 10s. In 2023, he's got one top 10, two top 15s, three top 20s. His average finish is 15.5. That is way better than everybody else. LaJoy is the next best at 19.8. He's 4-0 against head-to-head LaJoy this year. 4-0 against Burton, and he's 2-2 versus Priest, who... You know, I've kind of kicked him out the door anyway. I don't know what happened in those two races, but you get the picture. He finished third in this race last year. I know it was a shit show with the tires. Uh, he started way back in the pack, but the fact remains he's 21st in total speed this season. Uh, the next best guy is 27th in LaJoy. Uh, on win the race, he's the best guy in, in those rankings there. So Justin Haley's kind of like sneaky decent when you put him against people who are also dog shit. Um, he's like the, you know, what's that Sturgill Simpson song? Like he, he, you know, King, hmm. King turd. Um, so, you know, he can have the crown. Um, so plus two fifty in what I'm assuming is like a head to head matchup against LaJoy. I'm, I like this and it gives you a chance to follow the back markers. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I was paying attention to everything that you said. So believe me on that, but I have a thought regarding your Ryan Blaney finishes out the side, the top 10, you have to drive to Texas roadhouse. Just throwing this out there. Okay. Sure. Sure. We know how good, yes or no, their bread is like next level good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fire. Yeah. Let's say that Blaney finishes 22nd. Okay. Out, so that's 12 spots outside the top 10, right? Are you going to make me eat bread? Like a bunch of You have of to bread? eat 12 pieces of bread. Oh, my God. I concur. So, however many spots outside the top. However uh, many spots outside, God you damn. have to. I'll give it yes? a shot. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I will give it a shot. Yeah. All right. That's good. I, I like that. You get, see, the, Can I put wheels? a timeout? Can I put a timeout here? He said he's gonna give it a shot. I ate a vodka infused watermelon on it's the show, true. and you're just and you're just gonna give it a shot, Phil. Okay. I feel like I, I feel like bread is a lot different than like alcohol. Like we've all been there, like with alcohol, you just like get it down, right? Bread expands in your body and makes it so like you literally can't go anymore like that i'm a little nervous but i mean hey Good luck, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll drive out there and i'll say hey i need like 30 pieces of bread like <laughs> i know you give them away for oh free, you don't have to but... do that no you don't have to do 30 a uh, max you have to do is gonna be 26 max you're gonna have to do because <laughs> yeah, he would finish exactly. 36 right. so what w- would okay, you be well... willing to do it then next wednesday on the show oh, uh, a lot well i don't know i don't know uh, i mean i could just keep eating pieces of bread but uh we'll work that out all, okay we'll work i don't it. know if i have the ability to do that in the same day as as the show but we'll we'll see because it's okay. a ways away uh, that was that was the whole point i'm penalizing <laughs> myself driving an hour back you are hour out uh so yeah where's the closest where's the closest uh texas roadhouse it's like it's literally like 45 minutes away from my house maybe uh an hour with traffic in in afternoon well, i was so. gonna say if it's close to me i might meet you out there so no no it's like- much closer much closer yeah Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so then let's do this. Mark, I'm going to kick it over to you. Where are we going from the best bet, brother? I'm going to take a page out of Greg's book and I'm going to go a little Chase Elliott prop here. Top five plus 250. It's the same argument oh, that Greg love laid top out. Top five market now. Rob yeah, got I you love... on a top five market. Rob did like, This me. is my market now. Sorry, Rob. I mean, <laughs> Rob, Rob got me on the market. Um, no, I, yeah, yes and no. So yes, he is he enlightened me on how the top five market can be more profitable than the top three market. I completely agree with that. Um, but Chase Elliott is the kicker here, right? Um, Greg said 
if you would have told us six months ago that Chase Elliott was going to be 20 to one, essentially at any track, I mean, even a super speedway, is not going to be 20 to one. Uh, that's blasphemy. Okay. And he has had some good runs. So I'm going top five plus 250 is the best odds that I could find. I don't think there's a better line out there. Possibly there is. I am more than content with a two and a half to one on a Chase Elliott. He had a great car last year at Texas. He had the T word issue uh, from the lead. Yeah, yeah, that that word. Uh, tired without the D. And uh, he had a good car, not a great car. He had a good car at Charlotte before he decided to bounce off the wall and then right rear Denny Hamlin and get suspended. Uh, he finished seventh at Kansas one, sixth at Kansas two, and fourth at Nashville. Just a little icing on the cake. Uh, and he's been top three speed at just about every mile and a half that we've been to that he's raced in. He does have a seventh mixed in there as well. I just think it's about fucking time, excuse my French, that Chase Elliott starts running like the stable there's 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 the the two different stables in Hendrick right there's the two best and then there's the other two and Bowman's always been stuck in the other two but Chase Elliott has never been in the other two except for this year and I think after he broke his leg they're like you know what Chase you're going in the bottom half of Hendrick well I think that's going to turn around I think this owner's championship the more that I know about it it's the more it's very fucking important to everybody associated with Hendrick Motorsports bonuses owners money sponsors everybody associated with it I think it's about time that the nine car gets the equipment that 24 and the five have and Chase Elliott is going to turn I don't even want to say turn his season around because he has had speed on mile and a halfs just some of the finishes haven't been so great, and he missed a couple races. So I love me some Chase Elliott this week. I did dabble. I didn't get 20. I got 18, uh, but I do love a little top five or two and a half to one Chase Elliott. Okay, so you like that Chase Elliott noise. Uh, again, we did this two weeks ago when we were at Kansas, and again, I need everybody on X Spaces and those that can on YouTube as well to help me out. Find me the best number available on Chase Elliott to finish top 10. We got the books pretty good at a plus 140 a few weeks back at Kansas, and I know that plus money was kind of floating out there. I need to know what's the best number available that I can grab uh, on Chase to finish top 10. I mean, I think some of those conversations when we talk about the best bets, you know, it's always interesting to hear what guys are on and what guys uh, find as value. And I think it's very uh, an informative, not only everything that we do from all four segments, uh, but it's definitely something that I enjoy listening to hearing what some of you guys as handicappers uh, really like to find. I, I want to point out some of these comments that we're seeing on YouTube. Uh, and I know we're coming up on the nine o'clock hour here uh, or, or the one hour, I should say, of the show. Uh, but Brian Twining chimes in and says if Chase finishes top Chevy, uh, you know, he's thinking he'll be inside the top three at worst. You know, there's a lot of good Chevy drivers right now. Chevy is, uh, you know, the defending race manufacturer winner uh, dating back to last year. And so it's definitely something that we could find uh, value on. Now, Phil, you put in a private chat to me. I was asking everybody on Spaces and YouTube, find me what the best number is. And you found me one at minus 118, I believe it is, correct? Minus 112, somewhere in there. Uh, and, and I want to point this out because Mitch chimes in on X Spaces and uh, Phil and Mark. You guys give your opinion here uh, since the YouTube audience can hear what you guys are saying. But Brad Keselowski, Chris Busher, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace. So Keselowski plus 230, Busher plus 240, Elliott plus 260, and Bubba Wallace plus 280. Anything you guys like there, especially you, Mark, because you gave out that number. Uh, I'm sorry, Phil, you gave out the number uh, of Chase Elliott top five. Do you like this number at plus 260 any better than the top five price? Mark had Mark had Chase at, at top. Mark five. had Chase. Yep, you I can read now. It, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, when you put it that way, do I like plus 260 in a group better than a? Wow, like ten I, cents more. I, you like ten I cents think, more. Yeah, but you all it's not the number. It's the how many cars he has to beat. It's it's 20 it's 31 versus yep. 3. Yep. Uh, that's a big number. Um, and you get 10 cents. And I already don't like Busher, so I'm okay with that. Correct. I am lukewarm about Keselowski. The Bubble Wallace uh, but then if you're giving me plus 260 for a guy that I think he's 
50 50 on okay yeah i'm taking it absolutely so i think the the answer is yes i'd rather have the group than the top five okay all right before you fire mitch just hold on one minute um you know a couple other things that i'm seeing come through here eric jones plus uh 240 top 10 appreciate you uh reaching out look at that we got some good uh stuff happening here on the youtube side for those that are on uh also okay i see it as well coming on the um the, the x spaces as well plus 240 uh on that side so good stuff here so let's do this let's transition over we're gonna go eight more minutes uh, on x spaces uh, i see a couple people request to speak so if you're watching us live right now on youtube head over uh to the x spaces side and for those listening uh appreciate what you guys uh coming on supporting us here uh you'll find this episode live on the nascar betting preview show channel uh thursday morning this will be in your inbox so from here through the end of the year we're going to be putting the nascar betting preview show wednesday's show out on podcast form uh, on Thursday morning. So you'll see that drop. So thank you guys again on the YouTube side for joining us. And I want to move over to the X spaces side to do the listener portion. And I think this is a really cool segment where we can kind of hear uh, some of the information of what you guys think. And uh, Christopher, I see that you've been waiting quite a while now. Yeah! 